Hey, Kirk Minahan Show listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. I'm a little, I have more running issues today. Not the nipples again. No, nipples are fine. The last couple of weeks, my right hip just hurts. It hurts more when I walk after. I'm starting to think I'm at hip replacement surgery age. No. I think so. Well, I've been running for for, for, 22 years I've been running. I'm starting to think that it might be, it hurts more when I'm, Walking than when I'm running though. After I run, I'm I'm worried. I'm th- well. I'm I will not- say I do have experience in lining up free <laughs> medical procedures. Yeah, I think I'll handle this. <laughs> I did see I, somebody tweeted that this could have been your life if you would say that. How he's going to be at the Portsmouth Toyota dealership on Friday? There you go. I have no problem. I've been a like, lot of fun. It doesn't sound so bad to me. Say, we, we could line that up for you too. Yeah, I don't know why we don't have a car. De- I don't know why we don't have a car deal yet. I mean, to work on that, Steve. I will. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 the problem is you've been you have divided loyalties now. It's true. Because well, you, you somebody it, can it, step it, up. It, it took you all of two seconds to bail on Mercedes because you got a rental Jeep. I know. I know. It's true. Well, yeah. I don't know. Get to get, make that happen. Um, <clears throat> before we get to all the other stuff, uh, I don't know how to call this. Let's call it a tale of two interns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start with the good or the bad? Uh, the good. Why okay, not? the good. Well, I mentioned that if you saw I periscoped yesterday for a few minutes. I got in my periscope retirement. Yes. Jump back on. I mentioned what a good job intern Will is doing. Uh, not intern Will. Jesus, we'll get to him <laughs> later. Sorry, intern Justin. God. <laughs> uh, intern Justin. And talking about some form of compensation down the line or something. I think we want to keep Justin in the family, right? Yeah, I think so. Don't you think or no? Yeah, I think he distinguished himself in Sako. Yeah, and just overall, he does a lot of the YouTube stuff. He's a hardworking kid. We like him. He's got, but he has a job job now, right? Yeah, I think he's got not not a job that's in line with his overall career goals, but a job job. Yeah. Okay. How can we make this happen? What funds are available now that we could transfer over to Justin? <laughs> what riches well, could be could be his? I'm no Bernie Madoff, but right. yeah. <laughs> just looking at the balance sheet. I mean, I feel like one of these general managers in sports, when a huge salary comes off the books, you get to play. You get to play around a little bit, you know. We've got cap space. Oh, we got. We have so much cap space that we can just we can play with for days. What could we put some here, put some there? I don't. I don't, it's, it's, I don't even know what to do. Who knows? I mean, I have no idea. There's two merch points for, up for grabs. <laughs> There's two, mer- two, two pretend merch points up for grabs. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. <clears throat> I just assume we just move Mike's salary over to Justin. Does it work that simple or no? It could, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. We should talk about it because I, we should, all kidding aside, we should actually try and figure, you know, because he's done a really good job. So and I'm, not, I'm not talking about giving him like 300 bucks. I mean, we can do that too, but I just mean like if he wants to be part of it going forward. I don't, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. My understanding is that he does. Yeah, I think he does too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to talk to me ever as well. He would get paid more if he didn't. So, I mean, you know. His pay will be docked for every time he talks to and you. Essentially, he could become the new Mike without being on the show. He could take over the, the it could be the Mike and the Men of Fan show. He could handle the social stuff. He could do, you know, he could be in charge of all. The, I, do some video editing, that kind of stuff. Do some video editing. Yeah. Is he capable of doing that if you're not here? Doing this? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think he could figure it out. I mean, a trained monkey could do this. Well, I mean, I couldn't. But I mean, I think you could. Eh. But I mean, would you want him to do that or no? Yeah, I think he could handle it. Yeah, ooh, a devastated gay man in New Hampshire right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I would love to have Carano here as well. I'm just saying, if, let's just say that Carano couldn't do it. Or you, you yeah. I'm just saying, in the pinch, like this morning, you, you, you're like, you know, I, don't I get know. hit by a car. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How, yeah, I think Justin could do it. He's close enough to 
to being living. Where does he live? Oh, he lives in South Shore. No? Yeah. I think he's about an hour away. All right. Okay. Call him up quick. Let's see if he, if he wants to accept any of this responsibility. This is a, this is a big moment for him. Well, he's not going to answer. <laughs> so why do you think we're calling him? Yeah, it feels like all around my right hip, like, it feels like it's bruised, but there's no bruise. Do you think it could be a shoe issue? Because no. I sometimes, I get, no, I get my a, shoes are great. Yeah, do, do you need new shoes? No, I'm no, saying. No, I have, I, no, you, actually, you, no. You run so much, you might need to go to Tri State Running Company. I and have a my, pair of shoes. I have my backup Tri State Running shoes right now. I have two pair. You know, I'd love another pair, Cameron. <laughs> I'm happy to pay for them, but uh, you know. All right, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not happy with the way my stomach looks right now. <laughs> Gynecomastia, they call it. Did Howie do boner ads too or no? Uh, yeah, for our good friends at Roman. Oh, he did? Yeah. You're good friends at Roman. Our good friends at Roman, of course. Did he eat the swipes as well or no? The wipes? <laughs> Put them in his eyeballs? At least we get the message. Hello? Hey, what's up, Justin? I have uh, Kirk Minahan on the line ready to talk to you. You're live to tape. Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck did you do? Well, what did I do? Nothing. You didn't do anything. You're doing a great job. I'm actually calling to say you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. I mean, could you be a little more excited about that? I mean, I'm calling. I'm very, very excited. That's, can, that's can, awesome. Can you let a little whoop of, of some kind? Whoa! Let's go! Let's go! Right. That's a pretty good whoop. Not bad. We're trying to figure out. I don't know if you did. You see my periscope yesterday or no? Uh, I I did see it. Okay. You were disgusted. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I did. Okay. We're trying to figure out how to how to how to get you in the world. That's all. So so I'm just saying. I'm just letting you know. I don't know anything yet, but I'm trying to figure it out. If you want a, a, an expanded role of some kind, if you uh, don't, yes. you do. Okay, because if you don't, that's fine too. I do. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And you're and I am giving you. If you want it, I am not moving around anybody else. Mike and the Fan's kingdom until Mike comes back. If he comes back, is yours. If you accept that responsibility. I would love to take on that responsibility. Okay. Can you make a pitch now? Oh, uh, you know, what I was going to ask as well. So you have another, but you have a job job right now, right? Uh, it just ended last week. Uh, so I was going to look for something else, but it's a good, it, it's a good idea. Well, I would, I would keep looking just in case, but, uh, yeah. but like, let's say for example, like Steve was came down overnight with food poisoning and Carano was stuck in New Hampshire. Could you yep. come into the studio and produce the show tomorrow? I don't mean tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. Or do you know how to do that yet or no? Uh, I've not. No. Would you be willing uh, to? I, would you be willing to learn at the knee of Steve Robinson? Yeah, okay. of, of course. Okay, good. All right, we'll talk to you later. There you go. Okay, thanks. See you. There you go. Mm, we should ask him driveway to driveway. What's what's his drive time? Because that factors into reliability. You know. Yeah, but he's a reliable kid, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah I he's like been him. Very reliable. I like him. He's, he's the kind of guy that reaches out and says, "Hey, boss, do you need anything? Does he do I'm that here for you? Yeah, he does. Oh. He calls you, boss." Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay, he's not your. You're not his boss. I know. I'm the boss. It's it's kind of like when you're at a grocery store or mm-hmm. a convenience store, and they're like, "Hey, boss, I don't like anything that. else." I have a T-shirt that says, "The only boss I listen to is Bruce," because <laughs> I'm kind of a rebel. Yeah. Except for Bruce. Well, that's good. Okay, so there's the good. <clears throat> Let's get to the bad. <laughs> and when I say bad, I'm talking 9/11. I'm talking Boston Marathon. Challenger. I'm talking Challenger. <laughs> Um, uh, Wuhan, uh, Wuhan yeah. laboratory. <laughs> I won't say Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook's always for me the dividing line. That's uh, more MGM. 
Yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> those rich people now? You we'll get to that later. Okay. Jesus. What are my quits? Loaded now. Gee, between the stocks and taking advantage of his mom? Jesus. This guy is a... You should be lending us money. Look, Mom, you didn't even get shot. I'm right. blind. Jesus, God. <clears throat> so just explain to me... So obviously I hate intern Will. Yes. He annoys me. Like he's the most disgusting person on the planet. Even though part of his disgustingness is because you, we found out later, you commented once on his hair. And so for the duration of his internship, he decided he's never going to cut his hair. Right. But that's like, I hate that too. I just hate he's annoying. He doesn't shut up. He's not entertaining. I don't know why they have him on that dumb show. I hate him. I fucking hate, I really hate him. I was so happy that he fucking spoke up finally. So we just got rid of him. He contributed nothing, right? Uh, no, he did. He did a lot of good uh, video editing. Anyway, so I think you like him. Uh, I, I liked what he wa- was able to take off my plate. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm sure he did. did that <laughs> he's the blob. He's the sc- He's gross. He's the most disgusting person I've ever seen in my life. Ever, ever, ever. Well, it's a combination ever. of the, the, the smoking. Yeah, and everything. The, the sleeping the until hair, noon. The look. The, the, the whole is, is shut up. The road trip with uh, Latino Kirk. Yeah. Which him and Madawaska taking pictures. I hate. I fucking like wanted just 15 Hennessy's. Yeah, trying yeah. to throw him in the fucking middle of that yeah, okay. lake and have him die. So, uh, he reached out to you yesterday. Is that correct? Uh, he did indeed. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and I, I hadn't heard from him for for a long time, okay. and so he texts me, "Hey, Steve, give me a call when you can." Courtney Fallon is mm-hmm. leaving WEEI. She what? talked to Zarbano last night. Okay, and is launching her own podcast, which uh-huh. she hired me to produce and help launch. I wanted to inquire about rates for the extra rooms you guys have at your studio, and if you're looking to lease. Okay. I'll pick through this. I don't, I mean, I know Courtney found a little bit. I don't know if I've ever met her. She actually grew up in the same town I did. So I didn't know she was leaving E. I didn't know she was on E. Like, I don't know if, she, I don't think she's an actual employee of the station. I thought she, I thought she did the, um, uh, the food, <clears throat> the food podcast. She, she, that's yes. right. She did the, uh, what was it called? Extra sauce. Extra sauce. That's which, true. which unfortunately they fucking executed pandemic. as soon as the pandemic hit. Sure. Right. May have been related. Um, so whatever. So she's leaving. I would say to her, you're hiring Will, the intern, to produce your podcast? I'm very intrigued at finding out how that all came together. <laughs> I don't know, but it's what a disastrous move, first of all. And secondly, doesn't Will live in like upstate New York? Yeah, last Who's I gonna, knew. He's going to move here to produce that podcast? Yes, unless okay. he's going to rep- uh, produce it remotely. There's no person on earth I want less roaming the halls here than intern. I mean, not one. If Murchison and Shirley and Riccio called and said we're doing a podcast together, I would give them a lower price and I would give intern Will. I hope you went back to him and said, sure, no problem. $150,000 a month and it's yours. <laughs> and you have the bathroom. <laughs> you have the sink to produce it there. I haven't made the offer yet. I was okay. going to call him between today's Doesn't shows. he know that I hate him? He I, must know. Why would he? Why would he? Well, first of all, what I mean, you can do a podcast anywhere. That's true. I mean, you're gonna pay. Like, what are you going to? But all right, let me ask you this: If it was, uh, so let's just say um, T.J. Hubbard and Tim from Can, two men the fans we really like, mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we're doing a podcast to, uh, together. We actually want to use one of your rooms. I mean, we probably wouldn't let men the fans, but you know what I'm saying, or somebody you liked or respected or knew or whatever. What would be the, what would be a fair which which room? First of all, would you pick? 
Uh, the Will's not talking about this room, is he? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. This room is of course not. No off limits. Yeah, of course, okay, this is go exclusive. Ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I do the the uh, one right here, large one down the hallway, not the pole oh, room. The one down the or end. the one at the entryway, the one on the side. Yeah. That was the big. That was the sex room back then. That's when you yeah, got the yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Lots of room back then. Dude. Not just a massage, not just a jerk off. You got the whole thing. So all right. So what would be a <laughs> look at the things that happened in this? Well, not this room. This room is okay. This is the waiting room, I think. Um, definitely. Yeah, yeah, probably. Or, or it was the, the, the master office. It could have also been had a like. See, a cubicle, I don't, I see, I don't, I see, I don't think there was a master office. It's a fucking massage parlor. No, no. This used to be uh, an educational consulting firm. It was also a massage parlor. No, we're told. yes, we, it was. We outbid the massage parlor. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, we outbid oh. the massage parlor. This would definitely be a great massage parlor. <laughs> it, was, it was between us and a, us <laughs> and and a massage off parlor. <laughs> what the less classy option? <laughs> <clears throat> oh well, this could. I mean, there's some small massage parlor rooms in there, then. Well, why don't we... I mean, we could probably make more well, money running our own massage parlor. For sure. Hey, so, you know, that's something Mike could do. That's actually true. He could. Get your golf ball craft. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's true. So, um... So you're saying the room by the wall, by the... By the yeah, the, the one with the, the do store. Not, the one with the do not disturb sign on it. Okay. So what would your, what would your rate be? So first I have to know how often are they going to try and access the studio? Once a week, three hours. So once a week for three hours. Twice a week for six hours. So I think when you... I guess it's it's different because they're not using any of the equipment. They're literally just yeah. using that space. I'd probably say like $75 an hour. Why would they even... If you're bringing it like, why would you even want... Why don't you just do it at your house or in your... You know what I mean, why would you do... Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's an interesting... It's an interesting move to, to, stupid. Immediate, to, to immediately assume a bunch of overhead when you have a podcast that's not making any money is is odd. Yeah, maybe the podcast will be huge. I have no idea. I mean, I have an idea, but the like, and why does is Will so stupid? Doesn't he know I, I think he's disgusting and I hate him and I would never want him near me? And he must just assume that all the comments you make in that vein are they're ironic. Not, they're not. They're not. They're not in jest. They're not. I don't. The idea of walking out here. Just seeing him in the hallway would be so... We'd have to build an exit from here so I can make... An entrance and exit into this wall so I wouldn't see We him. have one back here. Yeah, we just climb up the... the they have this, yeah, we have the fire yeah. escape. Do you ever go in out that way? Uh, I have before, but... You I have? Usually, well, I usually escaping something? Why? Um, when I first got here and I was like oh. inspecting the space. Well, I might, yeah, I might... I would use that. And we would just block this. There would be no connection. We have to build a bathroom and everything. A shower, everything. I have to shower every time I saw him. I... Th- it would be great to come in Monday morning and get to that slight whiff of tobacco oh, smoke. Oh, just his look and his dumb face. And you know he'd be like, hey, what's like, oh, I think it was funny and try and come on. Like, fuck off. See, the reason I'm I'm leery of it is because there's always that issue where, hey, you know, I needed to borrow a cable. So yeah. I like I like went in the in the control room and I had to just like dig around and pull everything apart. But don't worry, I think I put it back together the way it was supposed to be. Nothing to do with Courtney Fallon, uh, but I cannot have intern Willem. I intern Will put this way: intern Will could say, "Hey, you know what? I'm doing the podcast with Bruce Springsteen, and we're going to come by the studio and like just we're going to do it like every day. And Bruce would be willing to come on and just hang out with Kirk." I'd be like, "No, fuck no, no chance, no fucking chance, none, zero. The last. I'm, I'm kidding. Give me give me names. The last person on earth I would want in this building." On this floor. What about Brandy Love? The last person? I was saying, no, if Brandy Love no, came to you and was fuck like... fuck no. With, with Will? Yeah. God, no. They don't take away anything. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, give me a name of somebody 
other than Will, the last oh, person. Oh, okay, yeah. Nobody, 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 nobody we've come across in the last year and a half. Not a single person. Much, much rather have Murchison here. Mm-hmm. He's not as gross. Yeah, K. Marco. No, he's not gross. He's yeah. fucking. I know, and I know he's an asshole. And he wouldn't even K. Marco wouldn't try and talk to us. That's true. You, you try know? to avoid ever even like things are defined. Be good. Yeah. I'm fine when things are defined. We hate each other. No problem. Will I think Will thinks it's a bit. He's a fucking vomit. <laughs> I am not thankful for any work he did on the show. None. So the offer is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. Hour. Oh yeah, an hour. Yes, an hour. All right. Yes, an hour. All right. That seems reasonable. I also don't understand the like. I, we have these rooms, and I'd love to use them for some purpose, I suppose. But like. We're just going to come in here and sit there, bring our own equipment in and do a podcast. Why would you pay for that? Uh, I would guess that Will thinks that because what we did was go find a space and build a studio, that that's what you do when you're starting a podcast. Yeah, but we kinda, a we slight, kinda, there's a slight <laughs> difference. We kind of we kind of did. Kirk gets a massive following for. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm a, you know, I hope, I hope whatever. I hope it does great. But like there was also a major company involved too. Like yeah. now to be fair, when we, if, when, if, whenever we do our own thing, we will do that. Yeah. But there's also going to be sponsors and money and capital. Yeah. We, we're <laughs> going to have money to spend. I mean, now is again, all we have is money right now. We've got salary cap space. Oh yes. Exactly. I mean, we've got money coming out of our assholes here. 75 bucks a week. is just right now in our hands just to play, the to play is, with it. Interest rates are so low right now that Erica's burning up our phone saying, you need to invest that money back yeah. into the podcast. Yeah, she's like, we, Especially we, before you're at. Yeah, she's like, we've got to spend this. We've yeah. got to spend this. We don't, we don't want that on the books going into the next tax year. <clears throat> How would you play it if Erica called you today and she was like, uh, um, get, we, we, you know, get, I heard the show today, pitch me on this kid, Justin, for X amount of salary. I would say uh, Justin is good. He's reliable. He's a known quantity. He can do the YouTube stuff that Mike was doing. And I don't think we'll really notice a difference in total viewership. But he also has the added benefits of being able to upload other people's content and cut video, do social media, cut audio. He can pull audio and edit audio. And he also has the potential to come in here and and be my stand-in. So instead of paying Nat Carano which he doesn't take a salary, but we do re- reimburse him for his lodging. Right. Uh, instead of doing that, you're basically making Blind Mike's position into a position that can do more things. So it's basically like, it's it's the same <laughs> argument for Blind Mike, except for all the other things that Justin can do. Right, and then she would solve, I mean, she might say, you know, given Kirk's situation and Mike's situation, we're hiring somebody who is mentally stable and solid here, correct? 100%, okay. yes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh God! Just bring in another loon. Kick one out, bring one in. I mean, one quits and we bring one, or one takes a. Leave. I don't know what the hell's going on. Who knows? You're too sensitive to that. Everyone knows he took a leave. Too sensitive to what? Too sensitive to this idea that you oh, you pushed him out. Oh no, I'm camp camp guy. I I I know the truth. The truth is, I pushed him out. I didn't push him out. I just played mind game with him. <laughs> Ultimate mind fuck for for a year just to get him out. No, I feel bad. I I, I feel bad. There, there are times where I miss Mike. There'll be a time where I miss Mike, I think. Don't you think, Steve? Did you say Steve? Stevens. Oh, okay. That's at Steve's. No, it's a Stevens Institute. I understand. I know the Stevens Institute. 
Yeah, and you know, I'm sure. Don't worry about it. So the uh, all right. So you'll you'll communicate that to Will, though. I suspect it's now been communicated to Will. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think you might get them. I'll have a phone call with him. Is he gonna wish him luck and everything? But find somewhere else for him. I I don't get it. Well, the thing is, there's other there's other uh, units available in this building. No, there are not. There, there are not. <laughs> there are not. Deleting? No. It's... <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. So you walk in, and that place directly on your left. Yeah. What's going on there? See, it's the door is taped up top? Yeah. Was that just, what's going on there? There's a, an asbestos issue. Oh, good. Yeah, you know those mesothelioma commercials? Yes, that's what's going yeah. on. Yeah. So yeah. we're going we're we're gonna to hire those lawyers soon enough, you and I? Oh, good. Potentially, yes. Okay. Yeah, people were a little concerned about mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. So mesothelioma. Mesothelioma. Yes. Yes. So the uh, the church, I think, passed the collection plate, and they were like, hey, let's not get lung cancer. And so they hired people to come in during the pandemic and, and do some renovations for them. Do you think our woman may have been going there to the church, our hospital friend? Uh, I, th- I think she was looking for the church upstairs, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know why, if she's in fact leaving, I don't know if Courtney found, I don't know if she was at EI. I don't know why she'd leave the station. The station is on a roll right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. September 20, 2020. So this is not 2554, which I've been told is even worse. So this is all, all listeners. Yeah. This is the total ratings. WXKS, which is KISS, correct? Mm-hmm. It was number one. Number one in Boston in the morning for all listeners. Which features, as I saw the somebody on Twitter, that Boston Radio Watch guy on Twitter mentioned, a 70-year-old man is doing like an hour-long show from his house in Florida, who's been doing it since I was literally in second grade, I listened to Matt Siegel. Mm-hmm. My buddy, Matt Siegel, is leading the number one station. And doesn't he do it in like three-minute spurts? Yeah, it's just music. Yeah. like So, I mean, if you're not from Boston, you, you, everybody has a station like Kiss. It's just Pop 40. It's uh, yeah. not Pop 40, rather. Top 40. It's Taylor Swift and... Drake, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever the hell the music of the day is. Then ROR, which is classic. One, two, three, four, five, six. Eighteenth is WEI. Is that bad? It ain't great. It's also not good when you go down from August and you're in September and it's football season at the sports radio station. I'm, I'm no expert. <laughs> but uh, 985 went up about 100,000 and EI uh, plunged uh, again. And they are just, I mean, what a train wreck. Holy moly. But the other thing is... That station that we like, our guys, 103.3, what are they? The big. The big. The big beat them by 100,000 overall total listeners in the whole month. And again, as somebody tweeted yesterday, it's a station that has 96 Twitter followers. 96 Twitter followers. Well, they haven't they haven't engineered the robot that runs the station to tweet also. So <laughs> Lance Minahan literally has more Twitter followers <laughs> than than this station does. And they that are pounding WEI. Which is funny. It's just a funny, strange. I don't know when the. Well, I mean, I saw iHeart just uh, fired a bunch of people yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. I, I I also think it's interesting that EEI is still beating WRKO. Like, there's no sports in politics is as hot it's as it's AM, ever been. It's AM. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like RKO for an AM station is doing pretty damn well. Yeah. And that's a over all the listeners. Yeah, it's like it's like if you know the New England. Oh, BZA, BZ, BZAM obviously does great. Yeah. But BZAM has got an insane signal. RKO signal. Yes, I, bet you, yeah. I bet you RKO right here probably sucks the signal. No, not bad. Here? Yeah, still, I get You're still listening to it? I get Jeff Cooner all the way here. What was he talking about today? Oh, oh, uh, oh I, I was going to ask you. So give me some right-wing uh, 
Some right wing hot takes from yesterday. What was it? All Wallace all the time? No, it was the the media hatchet job on the Proud Boys. He clearly, clearly disavowed the Proud Boys and white supremacists. If you look at the transcript, it was clear. <laughs> I did. He, he unequivocally denounced the Proud Boys. Right. And it's just you know, everyone came together in this globalist conspiracy to not hear it the right way. I guess they're just giving. I suppose. I mean, you dealt with these way more than I did. I mean, I worked at Jerry, but with the callers and the listeners, they don't want to hear like what I do, like that crowd. No, they like, want to like hear things that reinforce. Their yeah, own like beliefs. they don't want to hear Howie yeah. or Jeff or Rush or Savage or any of these guys. You know, uh, say, you know, why can't you just answer the question better? Yeah, like they don't. They don't. It's all they. Which is, I don't. I don't understand that. I'd be willing to bet that the clip of. Uh, Trump responding to that white supremacist question wasn't played on Cooner or Howie. I know, I know, VB, I know, VB played it, but yeah, I think they would just avoid it. But that's that's the that's the playbook. You you avoid that and you focus on something else. Like, um, you know, you, you I could have as a producer, I could have put together a, a, a montage of the debate of Joe Biden's worst moments and made it sound like he was Dementia Joe. So you had done that easily. yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Would you have felt? Not not slimy is not the right word. Would you have felt, uh, or were you so indoctrinated that you felt like you were doing the right thing? No, I would have. I would have put the white supremacist cut on the on the sheet, and I would have. I would have said, "Hey, we can play this one. This is what everyone's." But talking you knew he about. wouldn't do it, though, right? Yeah, I mean, he might have. It depends on on what his mood was. But but, like, well, I would how we say about that? Like, I, you know, I like Howie. Well, if I, I, asked, I didn't listen yesterday. So oh, but I'm saying, if Howie was sitting here, what would he? What would he actually say? Because remember, I remember I when say, I think he'd say he was asked, will, "Will you denounce him?" And Trump said, "Sure." And then today he comes out yeah. and he cleans it up. Right. And I think there's also an argument to be made that Trump Trump is smart about courting attention and he knows all the attention is going to be on him. And no, then no he doubt. comes out yesterday and he's able to have that moment in the Rose Garden where yeah. all the attention is on him again. And he's has his moment to say, you know, I, I, I disavow, I disavow. So I remember I had Howie on one of the times. I think it was the time you were there. I think it was the time when I did it in Howie's studio yeah. Yeah. for the second Kennedy book, Babylon. Did you read those or no? Uh, yes, I did. did what did you think of them? Uh, I thought that they were good. Did they were well written or no? Yeah, I think so. You thought the you thought the writing was good. Yeah, you did. Yeah, the writing stuff because I didn't think the writing was great. Uh, how he used the the word assignations a lot. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. It's weird. Okay. Well, yeah. There you go. It's a weird part where he, it was weird parentheses in page one was at one twenty six where he talked about his desire for bed and breakfast. I felt an author doing that made no sense in the context of the Kennedy family history, but okay, maybe that's just a typo. Um, but I remember talking to him. And being like, Dude, what do you think? Like, what do you, if you criticize Trump with it? Is that what it was? Yeah, no, he said, he said, yeah, I could use, I could go without some of the tweets. Yeah, but it was like, he couldn't criticize him at all. And I'm like, oh, why can't you criticize him? But I guess he's thinking, and he's smart. He's thinking, well, that's like criticizing my business. Yeah. So my theory is that. Remember, you said to me after we didn't know each other very well, you're like, I wish you had gone harder on him on that. <laughs> you actually did say that. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm so I remember thinking at the time, people were like this. I was like, oh, that's interesting yeah. that he would think that. I'm impressed that he would think that. Uh, so my, my theory is that the people who are really hardcore Trump supporters have had to stick with him through so much like Billy Bush, John McCain, all of these different things that it's like a meta fan in a way. Yes. Yeah. But it has kind of become a part of their personality where if you criticize Trump, you're criticizing them because right. they have every, every, all the social risks they've had to take to try to stick with him. Right. That they're so invested in him as a person, as a personality <clears throat> that if you, if you criticize Trump, it's an insult to them. So if Howie comes out and says, "Well, oh, I, I can't believe he he really messed up that question. That was weak. That 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 why why is he stupid to do something like that?" Then who, the person listening is like, "I'm not stupid." Pfft, turns it off. Right. So he's thinking, "Why?" Just 
like so when he when in, it's like the same idea of like why would you criticize the uh you know the Boston Red Sox it's that kind of thing right don't don't criticize baseball because we're a sports station I think so when how is it market basket or a Toyota or whatever he's just gonna be staring at a bunch of people who think exactly like that they don't want to have an op- they don't want to have an open conversation no i think that they're the, i think that the <clears throat> right-wing talk radio audience is is much more diverse howie's audience is much more diverse than that but there are they're, they're diverse like, in thought you mean yeah no i think there's yeah, not diverse in I appearance think, we, yeah well old and white uh no they're younger you'd be surprised the average howie listener is not young no but or, I mean, or right-wing are, am radio yeah, no, listeners not young. no i'm I mean, not saying that you just know from from what i saw there you were surprised that like young people who came in especially there were a lot of young people from maine who would drive down and come to the show yeah well, that's good um, but I, I think that there is, there's more diversity within the talk radio audience in terms of ideological diversity than there is in the NPR audience. Oh, d- d- not even a question. So monolithic on that side. Well, it's like I always say, like, you know, they're, you know, they're willing to go and talk to the other side where the other side was never willing to have the conversation. I don't know why that is, but it's, it's what it is. What was I going to say? Something else. And then there'd be plenty of hate for Chris Wallace. Of course. Well, you have to do that. I mean, I saw my man Jerry still tweet like a madman at Chris Wallace. He's, he's, he's tweeting at the, at yeah, the at, five. This, this is Jerry's big thing now is he'll do like... My friends on the five, <laughs> not going after Chris. I was talking to Reamer about this the other day. Jerry's got this thing now where he's like, he'll do at the person, uh, Presley. Uh, uh, Iana. Iana Presley, yeah. He'll be like, what do you think of this? At Iana Presley. This, this is what your Antifa is all about. I'm like, I don't think she's going to respond to you. Or like, what do you think, Killer Cuomo? <laughs> Or, uh, you know, yeah, the five. I, you didn't even talk about it. Tucker, I'm ashamed of you. I mean, for an older guy, though, he's got a pretty good understanding of Twitter. He could tweet. Yeah, oh, he's, he's got it's his... Not, he's, it's not all caps. No, he does do that sometimes, though. Yeah. But he's not fucking around. He is not happy with Chris Wallace, which I'm like, you're really not... Are you really that upset? Like, can you sleep all right? Like, okay, the guy interrupted. There was a clear set of rules in the debate. Yes. Both sides agreed. You can... Your guy, Trump, agreed to these sets of rules. His team did. And he violated them, and Wallace told him to shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know, like, what, like what your issue should be with the Trump campaign, who said to agree to it. I'm with, I'm with my man Steve Robinson yesterday. Let's set some new rules. We'll, we'll give me. I think, I think that's a good. A I, good am, I think I won this year. Give me the proposal again. So the proposal is, uh, you, each each person gets a mic. Uh huh. One mic's on for two minutes. Off. The other mic's on for two minutes. Off. But where's the where, automated but, timer? But where's the where's the arguing though? A little bit of arguing is good. Yeah, no, they, they, they can they can argue within their two minutes. Yeah, but I guess, but that's awfully. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, okay. Well, let's change it. Two minutes, one mic's on, off. Two minute, two minutes, one mic's on, off. Two minutes, both. Two on. minutes, both on. I'm okay with that. Off. I'm okay with that. What What were the changes that were discussed yesterday? Uh, just giving. <laughs> giving Kristen Welker basically the uh, authority to turn off the president's mic. It's just going to happen. Yes. Which will, I cannot wait because it's going to drive the, the right, the, oh my, bad shit crazy. Be great if she just turned off the whole time. At the beginning, she's just like, boom. She's like, imagine if she did this, she's like, because you know, obviously she hates Trump. Yes. She's like, hi, I'm Kristen Welker and I'm allowed to do whatever I want. So I'm turning off the president's microphone. I'm endorsing Joe Biden, President, uh, soon to be President Biden. The floor is yours for the next two hours. Tell America why we should vote for you. And that would probably be the best performance Trump puts in. <laughs> Biden, <laughs> Biden would lose. <laughs> would that be unbelievable? Though? <laughs> Trump just like jumping up around. <laughs> Welker's just going to look at Trump and be like, look at me, look at me. I am the captain just now. That, boom, that, that, that door collapses. Trump just falls down and Biden is like, ah. Uh, it's going to be, next week is going to be so polite though, right? I mean, I think Kamala, Kamala will. Kamala. Oh, she's going to be vicious. She'll be vicious. That's. But Bill are going to be then see that thing and be like, why? 
who are we voting for for president? This one who's got life, this attack, you know, uh, lunatic or fucking this old feeble man. Yeah, I was surprised that the ratings also were pretty low. They didn't match the uh, Hillary v. Trump. First Hillary time. Trump felt bigger, though. Yeah, I suppose. Well, Hillary's a bigger figure than Biden. She just is. Yeah, definitely. And Trump, yeah. there is a there is some Trump fatigue. There's a lot of Trump yeah, fatigue. Yeah, like Trump yeah. was a phenomenon at that time. And plus, you got to remember, this, uh, the second debate was right on Access Hollywood, too. Like, right on the heels of Billy Bush. Yeah, that's true. But you also have, I mean, because of the pandemic, everyone's stuck at home. I know, there's but the TV ratings aren't as high, though. Yeah, but there's a decrease in all kinds of content. I don't know. I mean, you, would th- you, think it, you would think it's like... There's no, there's no sporting events to distract people. Do you think this would be the thing that they tune into? I do think, though, even over the course of four years in America, even from four years to now, the number of people who watch uh, Amazon, Netflix, is just bigger. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. I just think yeah. even in the last four, you know, I think it's just bigger now. I think, and I think some people, although I was surprised that the last 10 minutes were as watched as the first 10 minutes. I thought people would have tuned out. Yeah, I mean... The ratings not decrease within the night, which I thought for sure people have been like, I, we have to watch it. I, I would think some people have been like, fuck this, I'm worn out. I would have guessed. Yeah, I mean, my household will split. I watched it till the end, and my wife right. ducked out after 15 minutes. Yeah, I don't know about the... I, I, I'll be curious if the next one's... By now, I think there's a weird curiosity factor about the next one. Like, how are they going to... How is Trump Yeah, but I mean, it? that's us. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. inside stuff. I, I think most normal people are just like, it just becomes white noise. And that's what uh, I don't know if you saw that the, there's some concern on the left that all the negative ad, negative advertisements against Trump yeah. are tuning people out and g- making them disinterested in voting. So it's they're like there are some people actually saying like, hey, Lincoln Project, can you like we know those videos yeah. get you lots of likes on Lean Twitter, back. but they're they're not right. helping. They're just scaring people away from the ballot stand back and the, stand by. You're saying yes, they should do that. Yeah. Well, I think it's something you see it and you're just like it could be totally true. And you're like, I have no idea. Yeah, maybe I, I've no. It's the it's the old you know. That's what Trump is effectively shit done. At people yeah. that it's sort of you know it's that's what happens. Uh, I feel like I should talk about Magic Spoon, but I don't know. Do you think there's anybody who may do it better, Steve, or no? Uh, possibly yes. Mm-hmm. You hear it? No. Magic, Magic Spoon Magic is, is a good cereal. I is have it? tried this. Hey, there's only like three net carbs. Price, hold on for a second. Hold on. Eleven grams of protein per This is obviously our OG Minifanch on the YouTube channel. This is how professionals do an ad read right here. This I think is, so, yeah. Essentially, the project is probably just going to give them our business, which is fine. I don't, I'm not, doesn't bother me. It's the kind of guy I am. No big deal. I mean, these guys are pros. I mean, we have never had a problem with uh, Minifan shows having no, advertising. Of course. No, go ahead. I'm going to eat so much cereal. It's going to be I ridiculous. Can actually, I can actually speak to that. It's actually very good. Um, uh, now, this is like, like, this is not. Like when you go to Price Right and you buy the cereal that I buy for three dollars for enough to feed fifty people. That's it, right. You know Steve. He's food. never bought good cereal. The stuff, magic <laughs> the spoon is a little bit more expensive, but it's good for you. So I it's, mean, it's it, not it, honey it, nut scooters, is what you're trying to say. No, Apple's. You you pay crispy for crispy rice. It's, it's quality. It's a Enter quality the code word Kirk, Kirk for free, free shipping. shipping. Yeah. Free shipping. I can't um, wait to eat this. That stuff. was a nice infomercial. So there you go. Thanks, guys. I mean, TJ Hubbard himself is going to eat this stuff. That's how good it is. It's loaded with protein, zero sugar, 11 grams of uh, protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. That's 11, 11 grams of protein each hit, Steve. You, you'll, I had my frosted this morning, by the way. You won't believe this. I don't know uh, if you saw, but TJ had it last night, a couple of snacks. Yeah. Did you see his periscope this morning? Does he look good? Yeah, 225. <laughs> Slim down? Yep. Let's keep an eye on that. I mean, he's he's going to be, I think maybe he's going keto now. I don't know. Uh, magicspoon.com slash Kirk to get a free, uh, to grab a variety pack and free shipping. Use a promo code Kirk to get that shipping. 
Uh, 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like your friend, your reason to refund your money, no questions asked. You're not going to do that. Magicspoon.com slash Kirk. Use the code Kirk for free shipping. Kirk Minahan eats it. Steve Robinson eats it. TJ Hubbard eats it. Ari Minahan eats it. Steve from Providence eats it. Tim from Canton eats it. You better start eating it too. Go to magicspoon.com slash Kirk. Healthier than snail salad. Is that true? Yeah. No, then there you go. What else we got? Uh, we've got the, I don't know if you saw that Andrew Cuomo did an interview. Killer Cuomo! Yes. He's killing people. He's killing old people. Well, I mean, he, he is. <laughs> I know he is. But it's, well, the humor of it is just the media just blow. He's got this book coming out. I, I, I was yes. reading a story about the 20 most anticipated books in October and November. Oh, no. It was on there. He's like, America's governor has this book. I'm like, this guy is a fucking. He's you remember the little boomlet in March where people thought that he was going to be the nominee? Yeah, Biden's no. going to bow out or something? Well, I mean, he'd be better than Biden. I mean, livelier. Uh, has Biden killed more people? I mean, I don't know. He's you know, smelled them to death, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so so Cuomo, what's what's going on here? So the the Finger Lake Daily News is just a little like podunk New yeah, York sure, I know newspaper. Finger Lake district. And so uh, Cuomo gives an interview with them, and this this topic comes up, which is that uh, early on in the pandemic, people were looking for. Uh, healthcare space for people who are COVID positive mm-hmm. in a few states, including Massachusetts and New York. This is Holyoke, right? Yeah, this is Holyoke yeah. And, yeah. and some other nursing homes. They uh, saw empty beds at nursing homes and said, hey, here's where we're going to put some COVID positive patients. That's a good idea. So they ex- issued executive and obviously the nursing home said, whoa, 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 no, we don't want this. So the governors had to step in and say, executive order, we are not allowing long-term care facilities to turn away to discriminate against patients who are COVID positive. So what you had was the almost the byproduct of that was the introduction, the systemic introduction of the coronavirus into long-term care facilities, which then just spread like wildfire through all these facilities. And now that what 90% of all deaths were at long-term care facilities. I mean, I'm not sure that's like some some huge percentage of all deaths have occurred at long, at long-term care. And there's a document that Cuomo sent out with the department of health with Cuomo knowing March 25th, 2020, really when this was at its peak, peak, peak. Yes. This is when it was like, we didn't know a fucking thing. And this is basically when, when he's saying just that, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, so that, that's that's the memo that uh, was, I mean, someone in the New York media got it through a FOIA request. And it's it, that is the specific instruction that was sent out from Governor Cuomo's administration saying, you cannot turn away people who have the coronavirus. Right. You've got to put them in the room with healthy 80-year-olds who have diabetes. Right. And then just... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what follows after that. Yeah. So, and this is what happened at Holyoke. People, right? Yeah, yeah. spread like crazy. So he, so he told, he told the Finger Lakes paper that this didn't happen. Is that right? What's the quote? I've got the audio for you. Oh, we never needed nursing home beds because we always had hospital beds. So it just never happened in New York where we needed to say to a nursing home, "We need you to take this person, even though they're COVID positive." It never happened. We had extra beds. We had extra beds at Javits. We had extra beds at uh, emergency hospitals that we put up all across the state. So it just never happened that we needed a nursing home to take a COVID positive person. It never happened. Okay. So he's lying. Yes. Okay. So a a, a total absolute lie. But I mean, is this a big story or no? 
It's you, it's funny that you asked that because no. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm no. not, I know, even, I, I even, know. Even, the, even in the the New York tabs, I can't even get what they're. Like, New York Post should say killer Cuomo. This is this is a complete and total lie. This is Orwellian. This is like. This is, I mean, again, you've, you've got to be able to criticize both the Trump administration because they've had some situations like this as well where they say, you know, they say X and then they come back and say, oh, well, we never said X. I mean, this is what that is. It's wild reading this. Jesus. It's crazy. So, yeah, well, okay. So so his brother, obviously, our, our buddy, freaking caller of the show, Chris Cuomo. Fredo. Fredo had on uh, the senator from Texas. Ted Cruz. Theodore Cruz. Raphael whose family did not kill John F. Kennedy. They haven't denied it. Well, Trump well, accused. Credibly. Keep in mind, this guy's a Trump fucking ass kisser now. The guy said the fucking, he shouldn't be elected. He shouldn't be, he would be allowed to be president. Said his wife's His ugly. wife is ugly <laughs> and said that his dad killed JFK, right? Just, branded him as Lion Ted. His Lion Ted. Okay, I'm just trying to get everything straight. Was on with Chris last night, right? Yes, he was. Yes. Okay, go ahead lost their lives mm. on your political enemies. And, and, and that's just no. not right. It, it, it's, no. it's not right I'm at all. I'm saying that when you hear, hear 200,000 right people die, you don't say it is what it is. I'm saying that when, but, but you, know when what? you could it's have slowed it down not and you right, didn't, Chris, you When your it. brother has presided over the state mm. with the highest death rate in the country. And I know your brother didn't want those oh, people no. to lose their lives, but you oh. shouldn't oh, play well, politics with So you don't think he intentionally killed them? That's good. No, that's very of charitable course of you, not. Ted. Of course not. But I do think Christian we either. can have a very reasonable policy <laughs> discussion about the policy mistakes in New York and New Jersey mm-hmm. of sending COVID positive patients into nursing homes. Mm-hmm. I think that was a that very serious over the policy country, mistake. Right? That wasn't uh, no, the most it didn't happen in Texas. Population. It's one of the reasons why you're, the death rate in New York is four times the death rate in Texas. Texas, the place where the governor was, said that you didn't need to test and you didn't need masks, right? Okay, and the president gave him a pat on the that's head. That's just a complete fabrication, yeah. and we test a lot. I've it's been all riled tested. up the, the fucking The governor who said Jesus. we didn't need to shut down, go out, and then he had to turn around and do it differently because cases popped all over the place? That guy? Is that what Chris, you're talking about? Was it a mistake, or is that too political? Was it a mistake when your brother implemented a policy that nursing homes had to accept COVID-positive patients and endangered the lives of My brother was the first one to say that there was a learning curve and that mistakes were made and they changed things as soon as they could. No, that's not what I'm hearing. I'm I'm reading right here from the New York Department of Health, March 25th, 2020. No resident shall be denied readmission or admission uh, to the NH solely based on a confirmed or suspected diagnosis of COVID-19. NH being nursing home, obviously. They're prohibited from requiring a hospitalized resident who is determined medically stable to be tested for COVID-19 prior to admission. Done. I mean, that's it. I mean, just... Oh, let's, 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 let's go back to Governor Cuomo. <laughs> and we never needed nursing home beds because we always had hospital beds. So it just never happened in New York okay. where we needed to say to a nursing home, we need you to take this person even though they're COVID positive. It never happened. We had extra beds. We had extra beds at Javits. We had extra beds at uh, emergency hospitals that we put up all across the state. I mean, he's just like this. I mean, that's just like it's a fucking lie. Like the, yeah. th- thousands and thousands of elderly people died. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, quite, but, but, obviously, Chris Cuomo is just a, a fucking sensitive asshole. Well, Ted Cruz picked yeah. apart right there. And, and part of it is through this entire time, uh, Andrew Cuomo goes on with his brother, Chris Cuomo, and millions of people, yeah, just are, jerk hundreds each other of thousands off. of people are watching yeah, yeah, this, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, we're doing the best we can. Well, thanks for doing the best you can. Yeah, Everyone's mo- doing the best yeah, they how's can. How's mom's yeah. uh, meatball sandwich? Yeah. Oh, fucking, while well, people how's, are dying. How's, yeah. how's mom's meatball sandwich? Actually, she died because yeah. I sent her to a nursing <laughs> home with a COVID positive I mean, it's patient. it's just insane. 
just madness and like like we i mean nobody's gonna report it you would think that the new york post would be able to just destroy him on this or the journal or somebody you know somebody i, I mean i know the times isn't gonna touch it but like he's just i mean it's to me you know impeachable like i don't even yeah. i don't even get it well i lying about it in the cover-up i think is that's what i mean no they, yeah. they, they, I, I, and like I, in, I Mass- in massachusetts now you saw that the two of the people associated with holyoke where sure. the exact same thing happened right. have bet there's charges right. filed charlie baker them. of course knew nothing no no, 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 no no which no. again i would say well then what kind of governor are you but okay well, well, I'm sure. I, I'm sure if he did know about it, the uh, the Herald would have reported it by now, oh, or the sure. Globe would have gotten of course, it, or absolutely. something. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, uh, like Cruz said to Chris Cuomo, like I don't think Andrew Cuomo knowingly sent people to their deaths, but like that doesn't matter. You fucked up, and now the cover up, as always, is worse than the crime. I thought, but maybe now in this world, it's not anymore. Well, I think part of the problem is that the media is so polarized that like everyone's in their own silo. Like an example is, you know, Trump's final statement in the debate where he talked about the, I guess, the attempt by the Obama administration to kind of hamstring him as he was elected. If you just watched MSNBC or CNN, you had no fucking idea what he was talking about. But if you listen to Howie or you watch Fox News, you knew exactly yeah, what he was right. talking everyone's about. Everyone's in their own. Yeah. So it just sounded like it sounded like complete blabbermouth QAnon nonsense. Yeah, right wing lunacy. But but it's actually it's true what he was talking about. Just like if you, your average, you know, left wing New Yorker probably doesn't know anything about this. Oh, they'll say, "Oh, I've never, I've never heard of that. That's not true." Send me that, and you'll send it to me. And be like, "Oh, it's from that place." Yeah, so exactly. You, you, and then the oh, opposite. What, oh, what did you see that on Facebook? Right, you know, Ben Shapiro say that? Right, yeah. and then the truth, same, same truth on the other side too. Totally. Yeah, you know, you're like, oh, Mother Absolutely. Jones or CNN yeah. or. So I mean, this is just crazy. But you heard Chris Coleman, man. He's fucking sounded tight as shit right now. He does. If you if you see him, he's even a little. Uh, he huffier. gets worked yeah, up. Yeah. We've, we've we've talked to him. He's a very uh, very emotional guy. High blood pressure. Well, let else me get that go- checked out. And you th- you think that this would be a more sensitive issue for Fredo, seeing how he is a COVID survivor? <laughs> yeah, I forgot he has. I forgot he has his, his COVID. <laughs> it's another old fucking lie. Yeah. So good news for Mike Geary, by the way. He's had a tough couple of weeks, but he's bouncing back. What? The only thing this is good news for people? I think it is, yeah. I'm not I mean, I, I haven't talked with Mama Geary to see if she's lining up for her settlement. A court on Wednesday approved a settlement totaling eight hundred million dollars from casino company MGM Resorts and its insurers to more than forty four hundred relatives and victims of the Las Vegas shooting that was the deadliest in recent US history. Uh <clears throat> do we have the- So this is this is interesting to me. was they or was MGM running the concert? They had to have been. That's what I thought, too, yeah. right? They must have that, been. That, that has to be. It MGM, owner of the hotel and concert venue. The, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, even then. Acknowledge no liability. It will pay $49 million, while the insurance companies yeah. will pay $750 million. Ouchie. That hurts. Not as Ugh. bad as being a victim in a mass shooting, but yeah, it hurts pretty bad. True. Depends on how much money you get, but yeah, it's true. Uh, millions of dollars uh, could go to the most severely and permanently injured, depending on factors including age, uh, number of dependents, types of injuries. A minimum of 5,000 would go to each person who filed a claim for unseen injuries and did not seek medical attention or therapy. I think Mama See, Geary's home. But here's where it depends. Did Mama Geary do the smart thing, knowing this was coming, and document it and have lots of therapy bills or and did PTSD? She, or did she go the traditional Geary route and just kind of half-ass it and not pay attention and hope something falls in her lap? That's the that's the question. She seems like a sharp cookie. She does, but she also seems tougher. She seems like she would just kind of grit and bear it. You I think know? Mike said that she got therapy for it, though. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess he did say that. I mean, that is a pretty natural thing it's to a, do. It's a therapy worthy event. I would say yeah. so. 
So, I mean, I, I would hope that she gets a nice chunk of change for that. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. I mean, as long as she files her claim. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, a minimum of 5000 Yeah. There are some times where people, like, they could very easily win a part of a class action lawsuit, and they're just like, nah, I don't want to. Don't want right. to go through the effort. I mean, she may do that, too. She may say, hey, listen, it's not. Somebody got shot might somebody deserve died. me. Yeah. yeah, somebody who has kids. All, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. It is. You know what it's, though? You know what it is for her? It's worth a shot. It is actually worth a shot. Yep. It is. Well, what? No, what are you going to say? Well, uh, she certainly <laughs> should keep her powder dry. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She seems like a nice lady, though. She does. Yes, she does. I'd be willing to take a bullet for her or run past a bullet next to her after a terrible concert. They never found the guy who scooped her up and saved her. Is that true? Yeah. Huh. Could be anybody. I remember uh, going through Mike's old tweets to try and see if I could find some, an embarrassing one surrounding the uh, MGM shooting. He didn't do that, though, huh? Uh, no, he was tweeting out, uh, what uh, has it, does anyone know who this man was? Can anyone find somebody who saved him? He was like the uh, the red bandana guy. Oh, from, he was. Oh, so Mike was into yeah. it. Yeah, he was. He, oh, was, he was. he was. He was just trying to find the guy who saved his mom. Yeah, I mean that guy's a legitimate hero. Yeah. I mean, if it had been before Mike was born, would say the guy was you know <laughs> terrible person in history. Because, but hey, what can you do? Um, but no, that's that's. I mean, that's seven hundred boy, seven hundred fifty million bucks. And we still don't know who. Forget why, about this yeah, guy. This guy's never Halper. discussed no. in society ever. Mm. No podcast about him. Out. It's just weird. And I'm not a conspiracy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But Jesus. no, no, it's not, his name is <laughs> Stefan Halper. That's a the Obama conspiracy. What's what's his, his name was Stephen Paddock. Yeah, Paddock. Paddock. Stephen Paddock. Sixty-four year old retirement and high stakes poker player, <laughs> meticulously planned an attack and the attack and acted alone. They theorized he might have sought notoriety, but it's never determined the clear motive for the attack. There's been no books written. His no brother disappeared. Yeah, there's no... His fiance disappeared. Yeah, no... Does he have any kids no, or no? No follow-up on the guy, the woman who was wandering around the concert venue saying, you're all going to die. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Jesus. Yeah, I, don't I guess there is a book. Oh, is there? I'm yeah. sure, I mean, I'm sure there is, but I mean, nothing that's... Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Uh, self-published Amazon. Yes, I mean, there's been no massive... I mean, this is an insane story, and it's never discussed. No. Ever. But I'm I'm as guilty as anybody. I'm just, you know. But, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's at least good news for for the victims. A little bit of good news, anyway. Yeah, last year, FBI closed the case and found no motive. That's bullshit. I mean, how is that possible? I mean, maybe it's true. I don't know. What else we got? Uh, did you watch South Park last night? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it no. yet either. I think oh. I'm gonna, I, I think I have to resubscribe to Hulu Live TV. This is like oh. this is the one moment where I regret cord cutting. I DVR'd it. I haven't watched it yet. I know the the. I guess it begins with a song that's pretty funny. I suppose I people know. are saying. But yeah, yeah I, no, I didn't. I didn't. We're watch gonna have it. some fucking callers spoil it today. Oh, that's true for sure. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. And no Carabas today. No, no, no Carabas. I mean, there's some important baseball stuff that has to happen, right? I suppose so. Yeah. And I saw another Barstool employee bailed. Uh, Brandon Newman, right? Oh, really? Yeah, I oh. sent you that text this morning. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't know what the text meant. What do you think? I just sent it. What the hell do you mean? You know what it meant? I, I didn't know how to interpret it. Why didn't you ask me? Because I figured you'd come in and, and we'd talk about it. That's reasonable. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, maybe we'll play. The, maybe we'll get the audio later. Um, where is it? 
I'm going through it. This feels like my time at Notre Dame. Such an amazing. Oh, place. I'm sorry. No, I have that. I have the first one. Sorry, Steve. Uh, his Twitter handle is BlackBrandon99. Mm-hmm. He follows me, so that's nice. Uh, this will be my last week of parts. Important to note that. So be my last week at Barstool next Monday, walking away, hang up the media rafters, and moving back to Louisville. The idea is to move back to California and let the cousins grow up together, he said on Barstool Breakfast. This feels like my time at Notre Dame. Such an amazing place and great for so many people. As a practice squad player, you get to show flashes every now and then, and you get into it with the head coach, and there's no coming back from it. So that's a Dave thing, I would, I would assume, right? Oh, okay. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. <clears throat> Probably he just wanted to wait and line up an opportunity and then jump. I wonder. It's a step backwards for uh, Dave's diversification efforts. I just wonder if it's, uh, look at these comments. One of the all-time worst tires move on. Absolutely nobody cares. We lost Troll Withers for this. Don't want the door hitch on the way out. Best of luck, Brandon. That's nice. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I wonder if this is in uh, response to Dave's thing the other day, about the Benedict Arnolds and get the fuck out of here. I don't know. And I would say it's probably more about the stuff over the summer. And maybe it was just it took well, him now? A, took it took him a little longer to set a plan in motion. Well, maybe I don't I don't nothing about him. So I mean, good luck. But yeah, that's another guy uh, guy bailing. So there you go. Uh, what else we got? Well, I, I it kind of got subsumed by the New got York subsumed, Times. Subsumed did it? Yeah. Did it get subsumed? Consumed, subsumed, subsumed, Over, overtaken. Yeah, go ahead. What got subsumed? Eclipsed. Steve? What got subsumed? Uh, the story about uh, Trump's campaign manager, Brad Parscale. What about him? So apparently he's there's a there's a story out there. That what, what do you think? What, what do you think uh, the origin of subsume is? Uh, tectonic plates, one being subsumed by another. Well, medieval Latin. I'm saying though. Oh, which um, which century do you think it came in? It was its origin. Twelve, mid sixteenth, mid sixteenth. Wow. Yeah, from medieval Latin subsumere. I took Latin for four years in high school, by the way. I remember nothing about it. Mm. If you put, if you gave me a Latin test right now, I would get a zero. Yeah, a I, zero. It's a two it. semesters at Bowdoin. Brutal. Joyless. I yeah, you fucking gotta, hate it. You got to learn it when you're young, so you build a foundation to learn the other romance languages. Everyone's like, oh, take it for your SATs. A fu- it was a waste of time. May we, may woo, whatever the fuck it was. I fucking hated Latin. I had this teacher, Fran Lanowet, who was a fucking, I hated her. She's a fucking asshole. I fucking hated her. I won't put her on my death list. But she was so mean. And I sucked at Latin. And she, and she was one of these teachers who loved the girls and picked on the fucking dummies like me. She killed it. Me and Josh Carroll got our asses kicked every single day. The worst thing about Latin in college is that you're, all, the, all your translation This was high school for me. But all your translation for us. Yeah. This was, I mean, you when you, internet wasn't as big when you were in high school, right? It didn't exist. Okay. Yeah. So when I was learning Latin in college, everything you're translating is like Cicero. So it's so easy to just Google like, oh, Cicero is like blank, find right. the translation. And I remember one one class I was asked like, all right, what was your translation of this box? And I clearly just Googled it. And I just kind of like read off a little bit of what I had. And everyone in the class who actually knew what was going on was like, dude, you just Googled that. Like, what the oh, really? fuck? What are you doing? You're so dumb. You're like, you just obviously revealed that you cheated. It was easier back when I was a kid. I remember doing a paper on... You had to pick... It was some like pick a random president one day. I think it was like my sophomore year. And I picked Martin Van Buren, the Van Buren gang. Gang. I picked Martin Van Buren, and we had encyclopedias in my basement, and I just mm-hmm. fucking copied it. Basically, I mean, I put some, but they would have. How would they no, ever know? There's that? no plagiarism check. Yeah, no plagiarism check back. It must have. Been, it must have just been rampant. 
right? Oh, I had, I mean, for, the internet. for me it was. Yeah. And I was a, I mean, I was I, like, I would just fucking sit there and write it and just hand it in. You start to uh, understand how like Joe Biden thought that he could get away with it. Until he finished at the top of his class, <laughs> the bottom of the class, Joe. <laughs> bottom of the class, Joe. Where'd you, where'd you graduate, Joe? Where'd you graduate? So subsuming, I'm sorry. So back to... Uh, uh, so uh, Parscale, he was like, you know, the tech guru who was credited with the 2016 strategy that beat Hillary Clinton. Uh, now he it's alleged that he's being investigated for stealing $50 million from the Trump campaign. Well, how, for, is that, for, how, 40, how is that possible? $40 million from the Trump campaign, $10 million from... Well, how is that possible? Well, if you're the campaign manager, you're, you're directing all these kinds of funds. So if it's a media buy and you're taking a commission of 15%, uh, if you're doing a digital spend, maybe you fake the digital spend. It's all kinds of different ways. I mean, uh, the people who are controlling that, who are good with money, good with tech, can find all different kinds of creative ways to embezzle money. So that's just the, I don't know if there's actually been a criminal investigation announced. That's just a story that's out there. And he was kind of um, uh, inconspicuously fired over the summer and replaced with somebody else. But then this weekend, as that New York Times story drops, the, everything is going on. And the police are called to his house, and his wife is running away. I and saw that. Like, there's an allegation of domestic abuse. Yeah, they not, confis- a, not a good scene. They confiscate a bunch of firearms from his house. They're worried that he's going to hurt himself. And now there's the the Gabriel Sherman story. I don't know if you follow Sherman's work at all. But I've read what book did I read by him. Loudest voice in the room about That's the Ailes book. Yeah, about yeah, Ailes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, he he always has these kind of inside scoops about Fox or conservatives, or whatever. But uh, there might be a vein of colonism colonism in him. But uh, oh yeah, is that right? He says supposedly the family is the Trump family is worried that all of a sudden Parscale is going to start talking now that he's under some kind of pressure and he knows where the bodies are buried and you got your next uh, Michael Cohen. So I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, there might be some drama. More importantly, if we reach out to Mariah Carey for coming on about her new memoir. I haven't yet. We should have her on. We've had a history with her. I think suppose, but we probably have to go through the Lambley, I would imagine. Oh, what you think it? that's the case? What was it, Nate? Who was the, who was the, uh, the guy from the Lambley? That guy that we, that we had, had on? on? He seemed like a really normal, nice guy. Very masculine, yeah. <laughs> well, what does that have to do with anything? Certainly, certainly bucked the trends of it? Mariah Carey stands. <laughs> what, does that have to, what does it have to do with anything? Just an observation. You think he was the, the, the Jackie Robinson of Mariah Carey? I mean, he's, he, you know, so he's, it's a personality. He's got a new memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. I, I, who knows? You know, I might, might want to give that a read. I'm sure it's a well-thought-out, well-written, very personal memoir. And meanwhile, you know, I, I had on my old podcast. Well, first, let me talk about Milton's, The Store for Men. Open and ready for all men of fans. 10,000 square feet, at least in both stores. Both over 10,000 square feet. So social distancing, distancing never an issue if you're in Braintree, Social Plaza, Chestnut Hill Square, Chestnut Hill. Uh, the original sponsor of Kirkman Hand, all the way back. I think they sponsored me in like high school, I think. I think they were just, they, 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 they recognized me right away. Like, this guy so That's why a, your basketball jersey didn't say Minahan on the back. Milton's, of Milton's. That's right. It did, as a matter of fact. And I wore my nice shoes. My, it, it affected my play, but I wanted to look good. Uh, Tommy Bahama, Vineyard Vines, Michael Kors, Calvin Klein, Ralph Lauren, all on sale. Biggest sale ever. Keeps going on. 75% off and more for some of these great deals. Uh, if you want to shop online, of course, go to Miltons.com. Check out the new brands and the biggest sale ever page. We're getting closer and closer to a Miltons announcement. Correct, Steve? Yes, we are. Yeah. Are we? I don't know. Yeah, I think probably on Monday. Okay. Uh, go to Miltons.com. Check out the new brands and biggest sale ever. Or go to the stores. South Shore Plaza, Braintree, Chestnut Hill Square, Chestnut Hill. Our great, great, great friends. The most loyal partners we have. The great people, if you're looking for clothes, guys out there, don't go anywhere else. I, I'll fucking, I will not be pleased. I was going to say I'll kill you. I won't kill you. But I will, I'll, you know what, worse. I won't, I won't like you anymore. You won't be my friends anymore. I consider, I've, I've always said, I consider each and every one of these listeners a friend. 
a close personal friend. If I always and said that, gonna, Steve, and you're going to evict him from the friend zone. Yeah. If I ever said they're not my friends, no, no, this is a friendship all the way. Besties, except for one, except for one fan. That's it. The rest of them are my friends. I go to Milton's.com and check out the biggest sale ever page. So on my old podcast, enough about me. I had on, uh, do you know Dick Donahue? Uh, yes. You know, I, story I, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm familiar with him. I might've, so, I might've listened to your, that, that podcast with him. Very nice a while guy. Ago. So he was shot. I mean, he was shot. He bled out the marathon, uh, yeah. you know, by, by fucking Zarniev's. Uh, so, um, he was, he was, uh, during the manhunt is when he got shot. So his wife, Kim, um, this is from, where, where's this from Steve? By the way? Uh, the Washington examiner, I believe. Okay. I she mean, had, it was posted on Facebook. It's just, yeah. They're just the people who wrote it up. Uh, Kim Donahue, who I've spoken to, I think, on the old... She called in once or twice, I think, during the whole uh, marathon stuff. Um, accused Joe Biden of touching her inappropriately and making a suggestive comment in 2014. In two Facebook posts, one of which has since been deleted, Kim Donahue alleged during a remembrance ceremony in Boston the year after the bombing, Vice President Biden began rubbing her lower back. Look at those eyes. Where did you get those eyes, Donahue wrote? Anyone else as good-looking as you in that family? Those eyes are mesmerizing. People must just do whatever you say. She greeted. Uh, she said that Biden greeted her by rubbing her back in an appropriate and uncomfortable way, then pushed her husband away. <laughs> Biden asked if I wanted to ride in the car with him down to a ceremony we were all attending at the marathon finish line. He led, led me down the black hallway. Dick, of course, followed. And I got inside the most uncomfortable three-person car ride I have ever been in. Uh, when reached for comment, Kim confirmed making the accusations against Biden, but would not discuss them further. An individual close to Donnie said her politics have shifted since the Obama years, and they should now support of the Democratic Party and Biden's candidacy. I couldn't get out of that car fast enough. I practically dove into the pavement, she wrote in the comments of the post. So there you go. I mean, it would be in line with what we know and have seen publicly with Biden's behavior. It's a year after the, he'd shot Medblad a year ago, and Biden is just like, Back then, Bob Biden even six six years ago had enough life to push somebody out of the way. It's impressive. Like, you can do that now. I just pictured Dick just sitting there. Poor great guy. He's just sitting there and he's like, whoo, get the fuck out. Look at this. Look at these eyes. Look at those legs. Look at that hair. You smell that hair? Jesus. By the way, I believe that story a thousand percent. Yeah. What is she going to lie about? Sounds like she supports Biden, by the way. So it's like there's no. So I wonder. I which mean, Tara, one, Tara Reid was a Democrat. True. Which one did she delete, you know? No, no, it wasn't, okay. wasn't really clear. Look at I mean, those you eyes. You can't really delete anything from the internet these days. Where did you get those eyes? People must just do whatever you say. Fucking creep. <sighs> Who do you think is going to be? Who's, who's going to win this election? I would say that the momentum is Trump was coming back until the debate. It stalled a little bit. If I had to say right oh, now. Oh, you think so? Yeah, if I had to say right now, I'd go 55% chance Trump wins. Oh, so you still think Trump's going? Yeah, I would have. Th- I would have thought sixty sixty five before the debate. What's that? I would have thought he had a sixty or sixty five percent chance of winning before the debate. Okay, but I think that stalled out a little bit. Like I don't. I don't believe a lot of the polling. I think there's a huge well, that's, shy Trump that, vote. Well, that's sort of the biggest thing. Like, like when that, you when you when you spend five years convincing people that you are a racist, evil person if you say you're going to vote for an R instead of a D, and you're conditioning people to not tell that to a pollster or to their neighbor or to their relatives. Right. So polling then becomes much, much harder. Yeah, I think that's... And they haven't... They, they, the pollsters have yet to invent a way to overcome the shy Trump vote effect. Yes, I think so. Well, there you go. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I just think... And I also think they're... 
Yeah, to, but to your point, I think there are people who also, if some pollster calls and they ask a question, they're just going to be like, fucking trust you. Yeah, and you even saw it in Maine with Governor LePage. He was like the proto-Trump figure, and he was not even picked up in the polls whatsoever and walked away with the, the GOP primary because there there is that effect of, I'm not going to tell people information about me. No. And on the other hand, you've got Rudy Giuliani's take this morning. Oh, from- <laughs> Rudy, is he America's mayor, way then? Rudy tweeted out at 9.16 a.m. from Manhattan, the debat. What? The debat. The debat? That's it? Period. Oh, okay. The debat, period. What does that mean? I have no idea. People. I think Twitter's down, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It was just, yeah. Did it get just, hacked? Who knows? Oh. Do you have the two or no? Nope, it's working for me. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, I just did the search and mine's not working. Everyone says, oh, Twitter's down completely. Oh. So, oh, who knows? Uh, I've, I do have a um, a prank phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah. why not? It appears uh, uh, Blind Mike and his um, dad have called into a Catholic radio station seeking advice. Oh, well, I'd like to hear it. It's a long one. So how, how, long are, how long are we talking? More than oh, five no, it's minutes. back up and working. It's more than five minutes? Uh, okay. Give me a grade on it. Uh, B plus. Oh, really? Yeah, it's decent. Okay. So let's talk about the challenges you're facing in the disagreements you're having with the people that you care about on our show today titled Power Struggle. Well, we're starting off the show today with two <laughs> of our listeners at what, the what, same what, time. What we're sta- talking what with Kirk this? and Mike. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold this on. Is, this is EWTN. <laughs> Oh, I know them. I yeah. know that's that. Oh, yeah, so it's that the famous. Big, they're the of... big, like, this is Vatican Radio. This is like okay. uh, Blessed by the Pope. This is this is, is this the one that... Catholic Entertainment Global. Is this the one that is on 850 now? The one that they sold? That they, they, or not 850, I mean, um, didn't AAF buy, didn't Catholic Radio buy that or something? I, I don't know. I know it was a, I know it was a Christian radio. There are these stickers and Catholic. cars that say Catholic Radio. Yeah, to try God. Is it yeah. these? I think so, yeah. Oh, e- so these... EWTN is it's big. They they actually have the kind of centralized model where they buy all these stations and just take their one syndicated right. program. Yeah, right. That's your plan for for intercom. It's the plan they're implementing. So so like the nice so some well meaning nice Catholic people, as I always say, drive and they get their lunch yesterday, and they yes. want to be inspired and they just want to be closer to God. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's potty mouth language on the hip hop station. Correct. You know. Uh, the sports icons increasingly yeah, aren't it? providing the kind Anti-American, of role models that you need. Right. Exactly. So now you're for the flag. Might, so hear, you might hear Kirk Minahan sure, going through saying. YouTube galore yeah, categories. Or having, yeah, having, did you say YouTube galore? I said tube galore. Oh, or, you know, whatever, some vaginal you know, inspection sounds or something. Here you just have good, solid religious talk. Yes. All right, well, let me hear it. Power struggle. Well, we're starting off the show today with two of our listeners at the same time. We're talking with Kirk and Mike, who are listening to EWTN Radio in Boston. Father-son team. Hey, Kirk and Mike, welcome to Word of Life. What can we do for you guys today? Good morning, Pop Checks. Thank you so much for having us on. This couldn't be more timely. God bless, first of all. Thank you. So, this is so Mike is my son. Yeah. Hey, Mike. He's on the line. Mike, you can say hello. I, uh, I'm just going to preface this. This is kind of an emotional topic for me. So oh, sure. Gonna... <laughs> and can you let us know how old you are, Mike? I'm 29. Okay. okay. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold Whoever on. wants hold to. On, hold on. Hold on. I know people get frustrated, but there is a bit of, um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for perfectly, where Tim 
whether it was the woman the other day or this guy where Tim indoctrinates these younger people to be part of his world, which is, <laughs> it's, there's almost a, you know, like his prank call catamites. Yeah. There's a really creepy quality to the whole thing where this person is clearly Tim has been looking for somebody to do, do this with, you know, it's like, this is not Tim and somebody who is just, they're not, there's not a collaboration. Wouldn't you say? You know what I mean? I, I would say that there's a power imba- imbalance because yes, it makes me uncomfortable. Such a global leader in yeah. prank calls. Like clearly, at some point, Tim was like, "Anybody, anybody, get time that can join me on this thing?" And he and he just brings in some young, you know, person to do it. Is it? There's an Epstein like quality. Some, to some it. young forty one year old. <laughs> yeah, yes, well, much younger than him. Yeah, go ahead. Take the lead. Well, I think I should. I'm the dad. I'm the parent. Mike lives with me. He lives at home. And we're having a serious, serious issue where he, uh, I hate to say it, but we've probably gone through all the traits that you just mentioned. There's name calling, there's martyrdom, there's victimhood. From my perspective as a parent, I think Mike wants me to be his friend, and I can't. I need to be his parent. Mm -hmm. He needs to get a real job. He needs to get out of the house. I don't want to say the names that they've called him, but I... I do think that he's being a bit lazy. We've been fighting quite a bit, and there's been a lot. It's, it's been very emotional, as Mike has said. But uh, Mike, do you want to share anything? Yeah, I just think there's a lot more to the to the conversation. It's just what things that we 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 could address. It's what he's not telling you is that I'm I'm technically legally blind. I have some of my sight, but. Um, it's called macular degeneration, where sure. my eyesight just gets worse and worse. Sure. Eventually, I, I will be blind. So a lot yeah. of the things that he thinks I should do are just not not realistic. I can't. I can't part. drive. A, I can't drive a car to work <laughs> every that, day. Tim? A lot of you hear that or not? Go back. Go back. Go back. Listen. Listen to Tim here. A lot yeah. of the things that he thinks I should do are just. Not, not realistic. I can't. I can't drive. I can't drive a car to work every day. A lot of the things I do are on the computer, and I I want to pursue a career in. in uh, uh, it's, it's called being a YouTuber. I, I podcast, but he just doesn't think that that's a real job, and I just I'm struggling with getting him to realize that that is a real, a very real career. Okay, and let me just ask in terms of. Um, because you're looking at a, a you know very difficult diagnosis and losing your sight, have you two pursued getting you enrolled in a situation where, like here in Pittsburgh, we have therapy. a school for the blind, that where you <laughs> oh, can really idea. learn how to have yeah. a vibrant life even with your diagnosis? It's interesting how I took that woman about <laughs> one. No reason. There's no reason. To <laughs> about one minute, and she got there. You mean even a woman who has not been blind all in her life, and you would think that's something you might want to focus she on. Literally just discovered the situation about two minutes what ago. You, what are you suggesting? Actually, less than that. What are you? What are you suggesting? That this woman's very insightful. Right. That's There's a all. reason why she is. I mean, honestly, she's a professional. Maybe this is the kind of insight you get when you convert to Catholicism. Well, it could be true. Just a better, genuine human understanding. You're saying a woman who has none of these issues, after 90 seconds, is able to say, well, there's some schools for this. You might want to maybe show a little initiative and go to one of those schools. That was my observation, yeah. That's a reasonable observation. So it's ironic that you ask because I have told told Mike that he needs to go and do this for himself. I can't keep carrying his weight. I call it victimization. You you heard it in his voice. This is one of the things that gets under my skin every time we talk. 
it turns emotional. And Mike is very sensitive, and it turns into him crying and me backing down and, and giving in. Uh, okay, so, but what I'm but hearing you say is, answer my yeah, question are, 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 is, Mike, are you getting occupational therapy? Are you involved in any kind of services for visually impaired people? Are you getting any kind of counseling for for all of this <laughs> to help get you on your feet? It, 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 my dad's right. It, it took a while for me to. To, to get the help, but I just recently um, started. I, I'm I'm a week three of a, a, a kind of like a day program. Hold on, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know people want to know. It would have been an amazing. It's a really good call. It would have been the greatest call maybe of all time if Tim had somehow managed to pull the perfect mic audio for each question. Yeah, which would have been a really hard. I, listen, it's a great call. Tim's a great call. He's a hall of fame. Now I feel like stupid about doing it. That kind of stuff. But I, I question myself all the time. That 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 would have been. But I mean, that's asking a lot. But go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. It's good to hear you laugh. It teaches some of more like the, the basic, uh, the basic functions of, of 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 being blind. Essentially, a lot of it is for uh, the program I'm in now because I'm starting so late. It's for I'd say younger children. It's it's kind of how to use like household items that I still have some of my sites. So <laughs> like I don't I I don't need to learn how to use a toaster and things like that, but. Uh, I'm just taking baby steps to get to the, the things where I need to. Okay. I, I guess to answer your question, yes, I am. I'm starting the process. You're starting, but it's it's late. It's late in the game. Okay. So here's I, we gotta we gotta jump in here and and uh, yeah. we have to go to break here shortly. Sure. So here's the thing, um, Mike. You know, as a 29 nine year old man, you're you're dealing with a very serious problem, but there's there are healthy ways to deal with it and unhealthy ways to deal with it, and avoidance isn't a health isn't a healthy way to deal with it. In terms of your your idea of of being a you know an, an influencer on YouTube and all that, you know that may happen. That that's something that a person can work toward, but they also need to have a regular job. In the uh, there's no way around that, you know. That's sort of that's the kind of thing where you say, you know, like I have a hobby, whether it's you know, I don't know, building widgets in your garage or, or working to be an influencer. That's something you do on the side, you know, w w until it takes off. In the meantime, you have to have something that pays the bills and, and allows you to be a grown up. Now you also have a very real uh, disability that that you're contending with that also has some psychological effects as well because losing your sight is a trauma. Uh, and you need to know how to deal with that, but you've been avoiding that, and it's uh, up until recently. And I'm glad you're in the day program, but you need you need more services to learn how to function independently, even with the visual disability. Um, so I'm glad you're doing the day program, but I want you to start looking around and seeing what other services. <laughs> <for> the, <laughs> That's not nice. That's nice. <laughs> This guy's giving good advice. Available though. for yeah. you and visually impaired. Uh, I want you to get involved in counseling that will help you stand on your own two feet. And uh, Kirk, your job is to oh, support wow. your son only to the degree that he's doing healthy things. Uh, if if you guys can work out a program where he is demonstrating that independence and being involved in those programs and participating actively in those things, where he's you know getting the counseling that he needs to to get the kinds of jobs that he's actually capable of doing. At this point, you can support him. If he's not doing those things, he can't be there because he's 29 years old and he needs to be a grown-up. So there's there's challenges here for both of you, and this is very, very difficult gnosis that you're wrestling with. I, my heart breaks for you, Mike, but you, you have to be able to face this in a, in a grown-up, intelligent way uh, and be able to stand on your own two feet eventually. And, Kirk, you can't enable your son um, by just backing down because he gets upset about this. This is an upsetting thing. He's allowed to be upset, but that doesn't mean that he can't still do those things. Uh, that being said, I think it is very important that the two of you get into counseling. I think it's great that you both called in. So, uh, no. Are you willing no, to I am not. <laughs> go I am not. I do enough counseling. <laughs> I am not. I am not. I feel validated. I think that was a very uh, incisive call. Yes. Yeah. That was it pretty much, yeah? Yeah. 
That was pretty funny though. That was a good job. Tim did a good job there. Well, I mean, I think you know. I do like the the I do like the uh, the priest or whatever he is saying. You know, you just need to look around for take a look around. Yeah, open your eyes and look around, see what's going on out there. That's a funny call. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Oh, um, you we you uh, brought up our friend Jim Florentine the other day. Just oh to say yeah, he's still around. Is he still around? Yeah, he dropped a show this morning. Okay, random rants. All right, what well, we got? Uh. We haven't, to, just, we haven't done Florentine in forever. No, we haven't. I mean, we maybe this year forgot about him. Yeah. It's uh, 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 Greg Hill and Florentine are two people we just like haven't thought yeah, they're just, of. They're just like, so boring. That seems just, like we haven't thought of him in 12 years. Sure, Jim's doing a great job. So, but he's still with Barstool. Still with Barstool. Great. We released a podcast this morning. Random and, Rants. Yeah, so Random Rants is, as near as I can tell, people, people have sent him Facebook posts. You just rants on stuff? Or, but usually when he does Facebook posts, it's like Facebook posts is the title of it. So, oh, like I think Facebook this is a mix posts, of like part 26 or something. all kinds of different stories. Like it's like, uh, you know, grandpa reads the chain mail that he got and reacts to it yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Um, so the, the first cut is him setting it up and then, uh, then there's that, that runs for like fucking six minutes. We won't play it all. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then we'll play a little bit of him riffing. Oh, that's what we got. That's what people so, are listening. Yeah, want to listen yeah. to. Yeah. This week, a bunch of various different stories. This one, there's one where this uh, uh, bride's mother was kicked out of her own out of her wedding after giving a cruel speech. Uh, a bride was revealed that her mother was kicked out of her wedding after delivering a hurtful speech that mocked her appearance, crappy apartment, and gross medical issues. Uh, in a post shared. The woman explained that her mother is still holding a grudge a year after her wedding and even had the audacity to say that she humiliated her. I got married last year. I wasn't sure I wanted my mom to speak due to our strained relationship, she explained. I ultimately let her, hoping she would just deliver the same fluff about gaining a son that she did at my sister's wedding. Of course, my sister told me only after the events of this post. So that weird she the show is on. It's so weird. Go ahead. No, that's basically the same. Oh, okay. so, so you know what's going on. I really don't, but okay. I mean, I, I tune mom, out, yeah. mom gave a wedding speech and it was bad. About the bride. Yes. The bride's mom. Yeah, yeah. She, she her, decided, she her decided medical like, issues and her money. Yeah, she decided to basically like roast her own daughter at her the wedding. Her lousy apartment. Yeah, okay. didn't, didn't go over well. And so... Um, what's for, So Florentine... All right, well, hold on. <clears throat> hmm. Keep in mind, this is like seven minutes after the story. We're jumping in, and Florentine's ready to. Well, he's got to get worked up. Pounce. So the question is, what? How will Jim? Which side will Jim take? Yes. What is? What is? Uh, I think Florentine's going to say. I think Florentine's going to take the mom side. You do. I do. Okay. You don't think so? Well, you know, right? Well, call, call somebody. Call pick pick a random call. We'll see. I'm I'm going to you know pick a fan though. Like you know, I mean, one of your not a hardcore, but just you know, somebody who listens. We'll play a little game here. Which side will Jim Florentine take? He's ranting and he's crazy and he used to be funny. Now he's at Barstool and he don't make all that much money. It's which side will Jim Florentine take? Hello. Hello? Yes. Hey, hey, Chris, you're live to tape with Kirk Minahan. Chris who? Oh, hi. This is Chris the Painter. Oh, Chris the Painter. Okay. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So we're gonna we're, we're starting a new game here on the show, and we just decided to call a random fan. You you won. First of all, congratulations. Secondly, uh, so here's the game. So Jim Florentine uh, is what's Steve Sepp the story? Because I'm I'm still I think I'm a little perplexed. So by this Jim story. Jim Florentine, the uh, renowned creator of Crank Yankers, now Barstool podcast host, has set up a story here where. 
uh, he's about to rant on this, and a woman is displeased that her mother uh, gave a speech at her wedding. Shitting on her, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. So she, she asked her mom to speak, thought it would be a nice speech. Turned out it was the turd in the punch bowl at the wedding. And uh, right. fast forward seven, eight minutes, and Jim's about ready to let her, let loose with a rant on this scenario that he's just painted. And so Kirk's question is... Which side will Jim take? Will he take the mom's side or the daughter's side? Ooh, I'm going to say the mom's side. Okay, I'll ask again. Is it the mom's side that I took or the daughter's side? <laughs> the daughter. You think the daughter? Well, let's. It's a jib or a teacher. We need to get some music for this, Steve. Well, you know what? Uh, instead of sitting here, let's 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 see which side. Let's see who's right. Did I win or or did 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 Chris the painter win? Let's find out. I mean, I've done that. I've done that at weddings when I get the mic, just fucking roast somebody. But then you say something nice at the end. The mother, her mom called her damaged goods, her own daughter. Yeah, the, the only people agree with that were, the, you know, the bride's 75 ex-boyfriends. Mm, okay, not sure yet which way he's going. Are you, Steve? Oh, you didn't pause it. No, you didn't. You know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pause it. Okay. Did you pause it? Why would the mother, why would she let the mother take the microphone and make a speech in the first place? Fuck. You know, she had a bad relationship with her growing up. What'd she expect? She was going to say nice shit and apologize for, you know, calling her fat when she was a kid. Did you pause it? Did you pause but it? But hilarious. I'm not going to pause it. <laughs> uh, all right, what do we have here next? <laughs> Wait a minute, that was the rant? Hold on, that was the rant? <laughs> What? <laughs> this thing's called. For, what the fuck was that? Well, I mean, you told the story. You, you, there was. You might have had to sprinkled some commentary. Who won? The, the, it was just a rant. Yeah, but who won though? Rant. But which side did he take? Uh, it seemed to me like he took the the mother's side. Yes. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, because he was like the daughter. What did you expect? Hello. Hello. Excuse me. We have another person here. Another person just walked in the studio, Kirk's painter. Did Kirk, did Chris hang up? Did we lose Chris? Uh, is Chris there? Oh, no, Chris is still here. Oh, sorry. Hi, can you hear me? Hello? Chris, you lost. Goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> uh, thanks, for the, thanks for talking. Jesus Christ, what just happened again? Who was that? UPS driver. Oh. Well, he, he was looking for the people who used to be here. Oh, okay. Now oh, there you go. Over a year ago. <laughs> that's not like that's not like the ultimate shoot. Right? I thought we get shot right there. Yeah. Did you have your gun with you? You walked over there or no? We didn't talk about it. No, that's good. That's the rant. Yeah. I'm confused. I don't. I don't. I think I'm stealing a win here. I think he's 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 reading like emails. He's just reading a Facebook post. Well, play play. I think they, I think the random rants might be he's sharing other people's random rants rather than he's ranting on them. So he just had like a couple, a couple of comments, a couple of interpretive jokes at the end oh. of someone else's rant. Maybe. Well, know. I'm one and zero. I'm willing to take on all comers. I'm willing. Whoever wants a rematch, bring it on next time. Do you want to listen to what his next random rant is? No, but I think we can play maybe <laughs> later in the week. Who knows? Target Trading Academy. I know about them. Uh, <clears throat> you know why futures, not stocks? Plain and simple. 
They're better for you, the trader. Lower buy-in, lower transaction fees, offer a higher leverage versus trading stocks. Look, you want to jump in here, Steve? I'll give you a perfect example of why futures trading would give you an advantage because uh, outside of normal trading hours in the last 24 hours, there's renewed hopes that a stimulus package is going to pass. Mm -hmm. And that has futures trading you know, 200 points higher on the Dow. Yeah. So if you're a normal trader using your Ameritrade, Fidelity, mm-hmm. Robinhood, whatever your account is, sure. you can't get in there and trade. So if there's news that breaks that is going to be positive for this stock, that stock, you can't get in there and buy futures if you're not a futures trader. However, if you go to Target Trading Academy, learn how to trade futures, you can take that little piece of news and you can get in with the other Wall Street wolves. Make some real You can trade money, on baby. the futures. Some yes, real Exactly, dough. outside of normal trading hours. 24-7, all day long, every day. Text bar, they're a great tip there. Text bar still at 31996. And you're, you can uh, uh, get 20% off any class or product. That's from a beginner all the way to a master entry level class. Bar still at 31996 for 20% off any product. And let us uh, let them know you heard them about them from us, please. TargetTradingAcademy.com. Uh, TargetTradingAcademy.com. Mention you heard us on Barstool. Text Barstool at 31996 for 20% off. Anything else? Uh, that's all the other audio I have, unless you want to have, um, uh, Trump disavowing his comments. At nah, the we, nah, we, I think we, I think we, 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 heard that. That's fine. Um, okay. Thanks to, uh, Target Training Academy, Magic Spoon and Milton's. Uh, and then we're taping later today for tomorrow, Steve. We are. Yes. Sans Carabas. Yes. With no Carabas as the baseball players roll on. We will talk to you then. This was pretty reprehensible. I, I don't know how it can be anybody's idea or humor. Ah!